Turd Podcast. Don't ASMR. <laughs> this is ASMR. Right. Welcome to our uh, podcast of My Late Morris. This is the media crew. I'm Ben Howard. I'm Bailey Lewis. My name is Sam Kelly. I'm Zach Wake. And I'm Sam Graham. Or Nobes, as we like to call him. Yes, that is uh, correct. So today we're going to be talking about A Quiet Place. Of course, it came out a while ago, but it is a very interesting topic. And just like to get everyone's thoughts on this movie. All right, we'll start with Bailey. Uh, first. Uh, uh, I think it's a great film. It uh, it does horror very well. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Colin. Um, Sorry, yeah. guys. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, uh, it. Uh, I don't have anything to say. I don't want to talk first. Right, hey, this is Noby. This is Graham. How are we, folks? Thanks for tuning in. Firstly, uh, I think A Quiet Place is a really good movie, and I think it does uh, horror a lot differently to a lot of other movies. And I think the mains, the main actor, (laughs) actresses uh, actually uh, do a really good performance, considering there's barely any dialogue in the movie. And that John Krasinski actually directed it and starred in it. The children were actually really weirdly good as well that mm. really happens and and movies. also she was death to be honest she was death so that's <laughs> she yeah, was sorry. the character of sorry death, not to so offend that's... anyone but she was deaf and it, she did a really good job obviously death, death is not a slur yeah, it's fine okay, so. yeah no zach hasn't seen the films so. <laughs> yeah yeah no i really enjoyed the film it was really good um like nobs was <laughs> like nobs was saying you know it, it did horror very di- it did horror very differently you know i feel as though because they didn't show the monster until nearing the end i feel oh, as not though no. <laughs> <laughs> the the first scene you mean yeah the end of the first scene <laughs> this is what i meant by the end of the film uh, yeah, meant, exactly but like i it builds up tension because they don't there's barely any dialogue and you can barely see the very monster good. half the time anyway yeah. so it builds up like the suspense of like what the monster actually is yeah what what, I, what the main reason I wanted to I wanted to do a quiet place was to talk about the ending, which has it's very divisive, you see. And uh, Ben, well, go. What are your thoughts on the ending, mate? Well, look, to get in the ending at the start of the podcast is different, but yeah, the ending is very good. I thought it was um interesting because we didn't really know the weakness of the monsters until the very end, which is a um very interesting. And that it was bullets, <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. We know it was the noise. It's not a weakness, though. That just gathered them. Well, the bullets is a noise, and I was um, researching in how um, that the monsters only passed them. I think it was how many weeks? Eight? No, it was months, wasn't it? Eight, eight weeks or eight months. So it was. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Zach, for the input. Yeah, I'll just I'll cut to someone else because I'm really losing track of all this. Another interesting thing was the design of the like the. When like you see at the very end, like the it's sort of like an eardrum, it's like the whole monster's head, mm. which is an interesting design yeah, it, detail. It opens up, doesn't it? Like this, it's. Oh, so I know uh, Sam's gonna get right into it because he he's not a big fan. But there's actually no no no. I mean of this uh, particular thing, there's a there's a very specific uh, thing that happens in the film, and I really like the ending. And uh, yeah, we're spoiling as well. I'll get Sam to talk about that. But <laughs> sorry, Zach. But I included. But I'm, I'm a big fan of the um, 
the length of this movie. You probably don't really care, but no, like, no, 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 no I, I, I remember it, you telling me. That I, that it's re- I love that it's as short as it is because it's real. Uh, it's just like self-contained, and you're not bored of it. Like uh, it ended abruptly, not abruptly, but like just enough, and I wasn't just like I want any more. Yeah. Yeah, but if great. they if they did take it longer, over to it would have overdone. Over to Sam for this one. Well, the ending. Well, I'm gonna. Well, let's say what the ending is, so people know what we're talking about. So the ending is. Uh, actually, Ben, here, do you want to explain it? I don't okay. remember it as well as so you. So the end. Um, <laughs> obviously, um, John Krasinski's character has died, and what? the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um. So they go back to the bottom of the uh, what can I say basement basement yeah. basement yeah. and the monster they're attracting all the monsters and they find out the weakness is the girl's eardrum eardrum what do they call them uh, ear wait what's it called uh, uh, like a hearing hearing aid. Aid, hearing aid. aid so she has a hearing aid even though she's deaf um, deaf sorry she's not again. the character of death she um, she's from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy just like Jonathan that's good character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they uh, check the weakness. They all come running down the CCTV. Came bounding on the, over. On the, road, on the road, and we see that um, they're going to shoot them up. Shoot them up. Shoot them up. So, yeah, my, my huge issue with this film is basically my exclusive issue is the ending. I agree. Yeah, Sam agrees. Um, is the ending because we're. No, it's, it's the end. No, I meant the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, so. At the end, the thing that attracts them is she shoots the gun. She? He, she does it, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So Emily Blunt shoots the gun and that attracts. And then like one of the final shots is a bunch, like probably eight yeah. or nine of yeah, the yeah, monsters, yeah. even more than that, running over to them. And that's the suspenseful Down ending. the road, yeah. On the, but the, on, th- yeah. the thing that really, really annoyed me is about 20 or half an hour minutes earlier in the film... John Krasinski let off just a bunch of fireworks <laughs> in the middle of everything. Hey, and that, arguably that, did, that, that didn't seem to attract anything because that, arguably that is on. that seems to be fine. You can send off as many fireworks as you like, but you shoot one shotgun and that attracts all of them from around the area. At the start of the movie, they say there's like two. Or, they've found like two or three in the area. So there's like clearly they're saying if they make a lot of noise, there's more going to come. No, like, but remember the fireworks were in a other area of of the actual gun shot. No, because there's that shot of, like... the or, Yeah, near the barn, of, like, the kid or John Krasinski running through just a bunch of fireworks going off next to him, and there's no aliens in sight, other than, like, the one that's in the movie. Plus, that um, is arguably yeah. the greatest scene of the movie. It's a great, like, and it's... If if I'm not thinking of the if I'm not thinking of the plot hole, it still looks really good visually and acting someone, and everything. Someone also said it could have something to do with the time of day because you see that uh, people suggested it could they could be more active during the daytime because like yeah. the tiny little noise he makes attracts one, whereas like small noises they make during the nighttime don't nece- don't necessarily because uh, like it's just becoming daytime then they all get attracted by a gunshot, but. So, I don't know, it's a, it's a theory that some people have. But that doesn't make sense. Because like, more noises happen in the daytime, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but the dinner scene, remember that? They knocked over the candle and the whole thing got attacked, didn't it? Yeah, but like, only by one. I guess, yeah. But you said there was only two in the area, so... They, well, because at the start of the movie, they say, we've identified two or three okay, in yeah, the area. Yeah. But then, like, there's obviously... So, it's obviously them coming from other areas, which would have happened if the yeah. fireworks were. Well, I think it does everything so well that it almost like gets away with it. Not by probably Sam's standard. No, it's <clears throat> it, like I'm not saying the movie's bad because of it. It's just the most interesting aspect to talk about, I think, from the movie because it's 
it's a weirdly it seems like a plot hole I that they should they should have known. I if a if a flippin' sixteen year old kid watching it in his bed can figure that out, watching the movie, just no. Nah. Flippin', <laughs> if a, fl- a flippin' flippin sixteen year old kid can figure that out, you'd think a million dollar movie studio would be able to figure it out as well. Were you were you flipping when you were watching the I was flipping so hard. I tell you buddy what. It was uh, probably six or seven and I still figured out the plot hole in the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit risque. <laughs> I don't know that one. We, where where uh, we drop? This is uh, where we drop them, boys. Um, two minutes, three minutes, and two sec, three seconds. So we still got an interesting talk, but also um, the first scene, of course, um, builds a suspense in the supermarket, and the the kid, of course, dies at the start, which was very, very um, set. It sets the tone, doesn't it? Yeah, like it. It shows it's like that, wow, that it, we're not we're not holding back here. This is this is a real horror movie. It wouldn't have as much like wait if it just went straight from that and like just from that and then the movie just continued from there as opposed to going on like through the months and there's still like it's healed a bit but it's it's still uh like i know the word to yeah i know i know what you mean i know what you mean. but like that shows how good of a horror movie it is because another film could have they could have killed that character off just by like oh look we're just gonna get him to jump out of the bushes the monster yeah, everyone, everyone would forget it within like 15 minutes and it didn't matter but it's it's like present throughout the rest yeah, of the is, film it is it is and because that that uh toy goes off the to- toy goes off and you know it's going to be coming so it really builds that suspense and john krasinski running down the bridge oh, i actually forgot his character's name so i'm gonna have to that up. Do they have names? I'm not that, sure if they. Isn't know. that a thing where they don't have names? Well, yeah. I, I know it's Jim. It's Jim. Ju- no, it's not. Is it Jim? No, that's from the office. <laughs> that's the office. Sorry. They don't have names no, I don't think I really so. Like <laughs> <laughs> I really like Pam. Pam is very good in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's three lines of this podcast yeah, know, right. is about the office. Zach, I want to get your thoughts. What did you think on the barn scene? Well, you said <laughs> the barn scene. It was very interesting because that was the scene where when she knocked over the lantern. Everyone freaked out. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, no, no that actually... Well, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was oh, That reminds me... That, <laughs> the whole movie's pretty short. Most scenes are near each other. Zach, who should, showed you that clip? Uh, the trailer. <laughs> 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 the trailer. <laughs> right. One thing I wanted to mention that um, maybe we forgot. A really good scene. Uh, the whole movie... Uh, let's call her Emily Blunt because oh, that's yeah. her name. Pregnancy. The whole movie, she's pregnant and... Um, she she has to give birth, and of course, in this movie, you're not allowed to make noise, but she has to make noise, and that whole basement scene it's is... bloody morphine either. That, so that basement scene is very well put together. Do you mean the basement scene where the just, monster's in the water? Yep. Or the basement So there's a monster in the water, yeah, that and is. she's kind of just shifting around the house, trying to stop herself from oh, making very, noise. Very, very scary. That's probably one of the scariest points of the movie. Yeah, and because we know the monster is very big, and when it goes underwater, I seriously thought it was going to be right at her, but... Yeah, yeah, it sort of builds up for it such a cliche yeah, jump scare. It did, and that's what I love about this movie as well. It's that it doesn't. This is the one film where because I don't, I'm not a big fan of bloody jump scares, but this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> thanks, Nobs. This is the one movie where I could sort of understand there being jump scares because there's. It's almost a silent film, which there is a couple, but it's like it all seems so justified, and it doesn't go the cliche route that like anyone could have done. You know what they did actually? Because you know when she's in the bath. Um, that's, yeah, Pregnant, that's another right? really good scene. So they could have skipped that baby scene and just let the baby, oh, let's have, when the baby comes out, let's make it scream. It's just going to be right there. Instead, mm. what they did was they let Emily Blunt act. Like, they, yeah. they let her, like, the table too much. Yeah. 
act. Yeah. She, yeah. They just let her. <laughs> don't make like, the devil do it. They did let her act. And Emily Blunt famously actually uh, gave birth <laughs> on the set of the film. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Viewers, I feel honoured that she let us see her birth live on screen, <laughs> and she so didn't make funny. any noise. Like, that's that's acting. Now this is acting. Okay, now this is acting. Now this is a trailer. <laughs> You've convinced me, boys. If I see Emily Blunt giving birth to a baby, you know I'm watching that movie at the moment. I get home tonight. Yeah. What are we clocking in at, boys? Uh, we're clocking at uh, 380 seconds, I think. I'm not a good mathematician, but I know that's about <laughs> a minute. That is more than a minute. <laughs> All right, this is some... This is that some, would be 60. <laughs> number 15. Some good dead air about talking about how long the podcast was going. There's some good dead yeah, air. No, I think <laughs> it is, there is still a lot um, I, I, I think... The, shut up, place. shut up. Um, shut up, <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> I, this is why I didn't want you in this crew. <laughs> um, um, I can replace it. What do I do? Nothing. We're good. Okay, we're all good. <laughs> okay. um, is not available. What? I can replace it. <laughs> yes. Um, replace it. Um, what Ben said before about it, like using those techniques to be a good horror movie, it's what I think is brilliant. I know Ben disagrees with me, but like I would look at like it, like the Stephen King 2017 mm. one, and say that's a good horror movie. Mm. I would look at this one and just say it's a good movie. Like that's oh, just yeah. no, I, a good I, I film. Agree, I agree. If, like, if, if, even if you're not a fan of horror, yeah. just watch the film. Like no. it's just a good film. And it's not, you're not wasting much of your time. No, it's. I said it before, but I think it being because I've watched like so many movies where like like, this is good, but why don't you just end it? So I've enjoyed it, and then I leave the cinema thinking, oh well, that was bad, even though I might have not just enjoyed the last half an hour or something. But because this ends, because this what ends that let's talk about that because (laughs) because this ends the way that it does, you feel very satisfied with it, and I haven't felt that for ages. All right, no, um. Yeah, sorry. Um, Go for it, Ben. About it, it by Stephen Hawking. <laughs> that was um, <laughs> Stephen, Stephen <laughs> not necessarily. But um, yeah, Quiet Place, of course, is um, they went up for an Oscar, Oscar Did bid, they? Oscar bid. They're currently oh yeah, they're predicted to be nominated yeah. for Best Picture, which is pretty interesting. I feel like Best like Sound Design as well. Yeah, that yeah, that would be a, a whole other other things, but yeah, but I understand. It's just related. Is there a character uh, a category for child actors? Like, no, no. isn't there? <laughs> they can child children can be nominated for best actor, I think it's but it doesn't got, happen. No, I don't uh, think. Golden Globe, Golden Globe, Golden Globe. That because they're more chill at the Golden Globes. It doesn't matter as much. And less racist. You guys no, need to stop talking off mic because it'll just be weird mumbling right, and listen. then nobs. Listen, I know it's an audio platform, but the setup we've got here is Ben, Sam, and Bailey at the front, and me and little Zachy in the corner. So how do you feel about <laughs> <Yeah>. that? <laughs> I'm telling you, quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else, boys? Uh, oh yeah. Um, go for it, Ben. So uh, I obviously said earlier about the fireworks scene. That is arguably the, the greatest scene of the movie. And Definitely I, visually. Oh, visually and um, cinematically and audio-wise, because the whole scene is cut between. I think it's three shots. Is it three shots? It was it's, the baby scene. Very few. Um, setting off the fireworks and the girl in the bushes. So, um, it actually. On the desk. Sorry, sorry. If you could hear that in the podcast, sorry. <laughs> um, stop whispering, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's great. I just want to know everyone thought of on that scene. Sorry. We're just reenacting a quiet place. Oh, I get it. Hey! 
Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and he's he's seen the film, so I've that joke just works. It we just go. it we're, just we'll works. reenact the quiet place right now. Okay, ready, boys. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> what a bit. What a good a bit that place. was. <laughs> we all loved that bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't you just love forcing people to talk and making everyone uncomfortable? Yeah. Um. So no, uh, Zach. What do you have to say? I'm telling you, <laughs> with this movie, it was just simply amazing. Like, I enjoyed every single second of it. Like, it just worked. Like, with the sound and the production quality and everything, it just it just worked. Like, it's it just worked, you know? It's weird that Zach is the best reviewer out of all of us and he hasn't seen the film. <laughs> yeah, he's actually knowing more He's about the it. one uh, articulating the best and he hasn't even seen it. <laughs> so I don't know, what, when, he, when we do a podcast of a movie he has seen, I feel like he's going to a bit override us a little bit, but that's all right. Yeah, and another thing... Thank you, Ben Howard. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I think one thing that's really good is... Now, being the idiot that I am, I didn't rewatch the movie, but... Um, Either. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. But there's actually that scene where they set off the fire and you get... Do you guys know what I'm talking about? On the tower? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you get... Oh, yeah, yeah. Were they intended to be like other people or like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah so I like how it doesn't give you much of a... It's a bit like... um, What are they? The three movies with the aliens coming but you don't know nothing uh, about them. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Like, Ten Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> Clo- yeah. Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield whatever. Lane. Cloverfield Paradox. Anyway. Um... I like how it just gives you like a tiny, tiny, tiny glimpse at what the world is and that there might be other people out there experiencing the same things as John Krasinski. That's why the first scene is so good because they go into the town, they know the resources are, are slim. Even though they could find that medication, it was it was still a struggle and um, it really sets it up well. That whole that whole fire bit is really setting up the sequel because they've talked about doing a sequel and I think it might be confirmed. I'm it is, a, it's it confirmed is confirmed that it's, yeah. it's going to be a whole other family and everything. It'll be like what basically I oh I, really I, I, I didn't know, know that yeah. I didn't I really I, what, didn't what know that. I think like The Walking Dead should have been where each season it's like a new sort of family thing mm. is focus on a new character each time. So I say it'd be in the same universe. It won't be called like a Quiet Place Two or anything. It'll be called uh, place a, a, a place that's quiet or something. <laughs> places <laughs> places are quiet. No it's pretty quiet here too. <laughs> down here. Um, I think we haven't t- like that. Of course, the fire scene and the they're on the when they're on the wheat cart. What are they? What did they call those? The silos. They silos. Them. They're on the silo and they fall in. I just I found that found that scene just a bit um a bit interesting because like why if they knew that infrastructure was like weak why would they go there? Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. We. We could we could talk about it for a lot longer, but there's a bit more of a time limit on this one. I think the four out of five people that have seen this movie in this room, I think we can all agree that we really enjoyed it. Maybe for different reasons. Zach, how would you rate the film? Maybe for different reasons, but I rate it four out of five because I only heard four opinions about the movie. <laughs> is that is that is that's that, how it works? Is that four monsters out of five, or am I talking about stars over here? Thanks, Ben. All right. So good. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this pilot episode of My Late Morris. Morris. Let's hope that sticks. We'll uh, we'll, we'll reveal why it's called that. Now listen, listen, don't worry, there'll be another episode. Yeah, no, me and Sam are the only ones who get the title. (laughs) It's an inside joke between me and Sam. No, you don't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He legit does I know, I know, I know a bit of it. And we picked a thing that we thought was funny out of it. Oh, well. You're going to have a bit of joy. 
So yeah, the joy of the film will be uh, episode 100 of My Late Morris will review joy. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for listening. And um, here's Bailey Lewis and his riff off for us. <laughs> Definitely not a Mac DeMarco song. All right, and goodbye. <laughs>